We'll talk more about this, but it's already so much more cinematic than like most songs. Oh, nice! Yeah, we'll get in. We're, we're yeah. gonna get into that shit. Also, background vocals, yeah, really like subtle. They have like some cool effect on. I don't think the world really knew that CeeLo was could do all this also, which is like definitely part of it. Part of why this like shit sounds so crazy was when it came out. It was like if you didn't know, it was like, oh damn, who's that guy? I know that guy's a thing. Yeah, he's gonna be on some shit NBC show. Who's that new artist? <laughs> so this part's cool. This the, that random C major instead of C minor. Yeah, C minor is such a good key. I'm getting weird aversions to School of Rock. Um, Do you have to teach this song a lot? Little Wing. Oh. Or not Little Wing, but like Rock 101, the little kids. Oh, I thought you meant Little like, Wing like, like Jimi Hendrix. No. That's a good song. It is. How much of this song's success do you think comes from the ha ha ha? Because all of it for me. Right, that's right. It. That's, <laughs> that's funny. Always like really appreciate Danger Mouse's ability on the underscore. Yeah, and like it's interesting his big I- influences. Like we'll talk about it in a second. It's like it makes sense, but you're like, oh, pretty creative. Like nobody had really taken that and moved it to that before. I'm down to get into it. Yeah, let's do it. Welcome to Listen to This, a podcast in which we explore songs we like. We research what they mean, how they were recorded, why they were written, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. Today we are talking about the song "Crazy" by Gnarls Barkley. It was released in 2006 and peaked at number two on the charts in the U.S., but was a number one hit in the U.K., Denmark, Canada, Ireland, New Zealand, Austria, Hungary, and Scotland. Was that Austria and Hungary two separate countries or Austria-Hungary? Austria-Hungary. <laughs> That's like how they would tell you. Yeah. Austria-Hungary and you're late. <laughs> um, famously, Crazy was the first song to top the charts with download sales alone. Wow. So I believe it, it yeah. yeah. So this song, 2006, Apple, iTunes, I think just started, oh, honestly. Wow. And people were like, you can just buy, but like <laughs> every mom was like, you can just buy for a dollar? You just click a dollar click? Yeah. That's, that's the, how it started. The, maybe, yeah. That's how it started. Um, so this, like the release of this song, like signified, <laughs> a, signified a sea change in the consumption of music pretty much. Yeah. I, I mean, this was a massive hit. Yeah, yeah. It was everywhere. Commercials, everything. And it seemed like, even though, and we'll get into it in a sec, like Danger Mouse and CeeLo had been veterans of the music industry, yeah. they did kind of seem to come out of nowhere with this song, which I think like helped it. Yeah, definitely. Out of nowhere. People are like, Gnarls Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember Charles yeah, Barkley right, could, gonna... couldn't get it done. Couldn't get couldn't it get done. Get... <laughs> oh, poor guy, man. Yeah, they, they tease him so much on TNT, man. You think he likes the song? <laughs> or does he like Gnarls Barkley? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so it's just. Or do you I think mean, he's he's in, he lives in ATL now. He's yeah, got to throw down for CeeLo. That's why I'm like, yeah, they probably have come across each other, and I'm sure Charles Barkley Definitely. was like, I'm gonna throw your ass out of a window. <laughs> but CeeLo, like, he's he gets it done, dude. Yeah, dude, yeah. serious. <laughs> like, he has more closing power than Charles. Wow, Barkley. he does. <laughs> um, this this song won the Grammy for best urban performance. Just nice, like a weird dope. category. I didn't but even know that. Is that even still a pro- I mean, I'm sure I'm leaving out like 3,000 modifiers at the end. Right, Best yeah. urban performance done by a person <laughs> living in the year. Non-orchestral. Uh, Domini, the year of our Lord, non-orchestral. Yeah, like tech specific. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
The song uh, was inspired by the film scores of Spaghetti Westerns. Oh, nice. Which is cool. Yeah, those strings. Like exactly. The screaming strings. Now you get it. Yeah, I get um, it. In particular, the works of Ennio Morricone. That name sounds really familiar. Yeah, well, he's really, I mean, he just died like three days ago, too. So that's maybe why yeah. I remember But he's name. like the guy who did all the Spaghetti Westerns, um, most famously, like the scores of it. Most famously, the Sergio Leone, Leone uh, the like Fistful of Dollars. Oh, okay. The Clint Eastwood thing. So yep. like... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, him. that's him. Wow. Yeah. Which is crazy because now we just think of that as like the Western song. Yeah, it is the song. And it's like he wrote it. So it makes sense. Like Danger Mouse was so into that shit. Yeah, I mean, that's just really cool. Yeah. And I think that that's like, this is a good place to start on Danger Mouse. I think that's where like a lot of his impetus comes from as a producer. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, I, I read like an interview that Chuck Klosterman did with him mm-hmm. that was really cool. Um, it was about how he kind of thinks of himself more like a movie director. Oh, cool. When he produces. He's like, just like when you, you know, when you watch a Clint Eastwood movie, you see a certain thing. Or when you watch like a Jodorowsky movie, you see a thing. Or when you watch a, a Judd Apatow movie, you nice. like see a thing. He's like, why can't I do that with music? Right. Which most of the time producers are just like, I'm just trying to get the fucking sounds. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Which like, I guess is what he's kind of saying, but with a different- In a more elo- eloquent way. Yeah. But like, it makes sense. So like, that's why like all his records that he's worked on, which include like Demon Days, Gorillas, Oh yeah, man. Little Broken Hearts, Nora Jones, um, The Getaway, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, he has like a, it's, it's a, it's like a smorgasbord yeah. of like different genres. Portugal and, the Man. Yeah, dude. Like it, he's worked yeah. across the whole spectrum. But it all kind of retains this like cinematic kind of spaghetti Western almost thing, which yeah. I think is cool. Good for him. You know, like how he broke through. Mm-mm. This is the craziest fucking story. Like two things. He was a student at UGA. No is, shit. He's like, from, oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. yeah. It makes sense. This is how he meets CeeLo, too. But he's a student at UGA and his, like, rap crew, they, like, won some local campus contest. And the prize was opening for Goody Mob and Outkast, who were, like, oh, two, wow. like, that was like yeah. little-known groups at the time. Wow. <laughs> um, so he won, and him and CeeLo sort of hit it off. And this, like, 10 years later, they hooked up and did. That's so crazy. Miles Barkley, yeah, yeah. And then Danger Mouse, like, exploded onto the mainstream because, like, right when downloading music illegally had kind of peaked, mm-hmm. he put out this record called The Grey Album. Okay. Which was just, that like, sounds familiar. hip-hop samples from, or it wasn't hip-hop, it was, like, so, some of the drums from Jay-Z's The Black Album. Right. All, all the vocals from The Black Album and all the music from The White Album by The right. Beatles. Right, that's right. And people just downloaded it, and it was, like, I think Rolling Stone named it, like, Album of the Year. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. It was, like, all I remember, over. I need to go. I need to go back and check it was, that out. It's pretty cool. The it's Grey like, Album. Danger yeah. Mouse is, you know, there's a reason why I think he won... I want to say he won some sort of Grammy for like producer for the decade. Like oh yeah, they'll great. do like a BMI award, yeah, yeah, ASCAP yeah. producer of the decade. I mean, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it makes sense. He's done a lot of good shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but I don't know that this is the song is like as cool without CeeLo. Yeah. <laughs> the production itself is very like simplified. Mm-hmm. It's really just kind of got like the two sections. Yeah. And there's not like a lot of sounds. No, 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 no. It just ha- it, it it just feels full. It feels like it's from a movie. It does. CeeLo kind of gives it this otherworldly thing too, because like at the time nobody really sounded like that on pop radio. I don't know that anybody really does now either. Yeah, like, he's got I, his own I, thing. Yeah, he's kind of got his own thing, which like people might not know. I think probably most of the people who listen to our podcast are dope as fucks. So they probably know all this, but right. just in case, like CeeLo was from a legendary Atlanta rap crew, Goody Mob. Yep, and he was also a big songwriter down yeah. there, and he sings. 
backup vocals on some songs you might not really know. Right. Right. Like he sings backup vocals on the TLC hit Waterfalls. Yes. Because he can get up there higher than than T-Boz and Shelly. Like his voice is that crazy range. He also is the Hey Ya on Hey Ya by Outkast. No way. Yeah. Which I think is cool. So it's like, see, look, got, so he got the voice. The fact that he's like so weird looking and like just cr- <laughs> like looks like a star, you know right. what I mean? And he really goes for it. I think he has one of those gold foil wrapped like Rolls Royces. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's like you know aluminum foil but gold. Yeah. Dude, CeeLo is almost everything right about Atlanta. I know, like just weird, kind of one of a kind, but like also can fuck you up when it comes to singing and rapping and like very artistic. Very artistic. He got this weird song to be like a number one hit. Yeah, I think like. Him dressing up as Darth Vader yeah, for the Darth right, Vader right, yeah. is like pretty iconic. Yeah. <laughs> He's got like the best feature on any outcast song on Get Up, Get Out and Get Something. Yep. He like takes off with like a verse for like a minute and a half that just kills. <laughs> um but he wrote the song with Danger Mouse. They're the only two people in the band. Yeah. Yeah. The live group had like a ton of really great musicians. Right. A lot of Beck's crew. That's dope. Yeah. Gotta pull in the heavy hitters. <laughs> um, the lyrics for this song came out of a conversation between Danger Mouse and CeeLo. According to Danger Mouse, quote, I somehow got off on this tangent about how people won't take an artist seriously unless they're insane. Hmm. So we started jokingly discussing ways in which we could make people think that we were crazy. Then CeeLo took the conversation and made it into crazy, which we recorded in one take. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they flex uh, that at the end, but it's cool to know. Yeah, like, yeah, know. He probably can do that. I mean, he's really talented. Yeah, I mean, he comes back. He comes in the day like you know they were making music before all this technology, so where tapes. you had to do, yeah, you had to sing that thing down, which is you know? cool because like it's harder to get exactly what you want, but sometimes like giving up in the process of performance is like what makes a performance iconic, right? right. Hippie shit, yeah, but, you know. Crazy. <laughs> but isn't that, yeah, that's really funny that they're like, oh, you got to be fucking insane. Now, let me ask you, do you think that help, that actually helps someone's music career? It, I think it either, it's, it goes, <laughs> it's twofold. It either helps in a positive way or a negative way. Um, some people negative, aka like Britney Spears. Yeah. Some people it's positive. Like I feel like Kanye West's insanity kind of helped his music career. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's the only thing propping it up now. Exactly. That and Mike Dean. Yeah. I'm kidding, no. You know, like Mike Dean's like definitely like a crazy guy, but it helps the music That's career. That's a good point. And it does like inform his music. Like it's, it's besides for like a few of his tracks, which I think are like perfect. Yeah. Like I usually think about Kanye when I think about his music. Right. Which is, which helps inform it and make it kind of like more dynamic. That's what's sort of cool about Gnarls Barkley, too. I don't think about CeeLo or Danger Mouse when I hear this song. Right. I feel like I'm watching a movie. Right. That's so true. I mean, a lot of people don't even know. If you played the song, they'll know the song, but have no idea who it was. Oh, isn't that by the singer who couldn't get it done in the NBA Finals? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shit, that's all I got on this one. Yeah, it's amazing. It sounds like a movie. Yeah. Sometimes it helps inform your art if you just do something really simple that no one else has, hasn't thought of oh i can produce shit like a movie producer yeah boom easy done yeah <laughs> crazy by Narls barkley 